This is Capital Insider, where each week we take you inside politics, policy, and government in Oklahoma. I'm Dick Pryor with Quorum Call publisher Sean Ashley. Today, we're going to conclude our look at the top 10 Oklahoma stories of the year for 2023, as heard on Capital Insider, starting with number five and leading up to number one. So here we go, Sean, with number five, the Parental Choice Tax Credit Program, state income tax credits for Oklahoma parents who want to send their students to private schools or educate them at home. The House passed the first version of this bill at the end of February, which started a back and forth between the House and the Senate that included House Speaker Charles McCall threatening not to allow any of the Senate's bills to be heard unless the Senate passed his chamber's bill without any amendments. The Senate amended that bill anyway, and the House ditched those amendments and returned the bill to its previous form. Ultimately, Governor Stitt brought in a mediator in April who helped the two sides negotiate an agreement that became House Bill 1934. The bill established an income-based private school tax credit and a flat tax credit for homeschool families. Applications for the private school tax credit were briefly delayed in early December, but the tax commission and its private vendor are now accepting those applications, and homeschool families will be able to claim their credit on their 2024 individual income tax returns. Number four, legislative special sessions. Lawmakers held two special sessions in 2023. The first special session was called by the legislature to write the fiscal year 2024 budget and then to override any vetoes Governor Stitt issued of those bills. They were able to do that successfully by the end of July. Stitt, however, was less successful in his call for a special session to reduce the individual income tax, among other things. The Senate adjourned his special session the same day it convened in early October. Senate President Pro Tem Greg Treat said the governor had not presented a plan to deal with the potential revenue loss from reducing and potentially eliminating the individual income tax. Number three, controversy and legal challenges over the state charter school board's decision to support a religious charter school. We talked a bit about this last week in relation to Attorney General Gettner Drummond. The statewide virtual charter school board voted 3-2 to two in June to approve an application for St. Isidore of Seville Virtual Charter School. The Catholic Archdiocese of Oklahoma City and the Diocese of Tulsa, the school's sponsors, emphasized in their presentation to the board that their religious beliefs will play a prominent role in the instruction the school offers and in its administration. Charter schools, of course, are public schools funded by taxpayer money, so you put the two of those things together and you have what would be the first state-supported religious school in the nation. As we discussed, Drummond is challenging the board's action, and a group of taxpayers and other organizations have also filed a challenge in Oklahoma County District Court. Number two, ongoing developments involving state tribal compacts. Lawmakers passed and Governor Stitt vetoed two bills that allow tribal nations to extend their tobacco tax and motor vehicle registration compacts with the state. The legislature overrode those vetoes, and a number of tribes have taken advantage of the extensions offered. But as we discussed last week, those bills are being challenged in the Oklahoma Supreme Court. Now, two Oklahoma Supreme Court decisions in 2020 and 2021 really put the ball in the legislature's court in terms of being able to set the parameters of compacts and the process for their approval. And Governor Stitt followed that process earlier this year and asked the legislature's State Tribal Relations Committee to approve two gaming compacts, but the committee refused to do so. 
In an unprecedented interim study hearing, the top leaders of some of the state's tribes appeared before a House committee and stressed the importance of state tribal compacts. And the number one story of 2023, the contentious relationship between Governor Kevin Stitt and Oklahoma's sovereign tribal nations. Stitt has been adamant in his view of the U.S. Supreme Court's 2020 McGirt decision and its subsequent related rulings in saying, I do not believe that Oklahoma wants Eastern Oklahoma to be turned into a reservation for all purposes, which he said in a July press conference. Tribal leaders and their representatives have suggested, such as in their appearance before the House committee, that Stitt takes a sort of take-it-or-leave-it approach in discussions with them. He makes an offer and leaves no opportunity for additional discussion or negotiations. That, they said, is not how state tribal compacts and state tribal relationships have been managed historically and how they ought to be managed in the future. I sort of believe we are going to get a lot more done if we work together, Chickasaw Nation Governor Bill Anatubby told the House Committee in November. And that's the top 10. Thanks, Sean. You're very welcome. For more information, go to quorumcall.online and find audio and transcripts, including the full top 10 stories list at kgou.org. With Sean Ashley, I'm Dick Pryor. Happy New Year, everyone. achieves the rare one-two punches of being short and thorough, national and international, fact-based and personable. Every morning, we take the three biggest stories of the day and explain why they matter, and we do it all in less than 15 minutes, so you can start your day a little more in the know than when you went to sleep. Listen now to the Up First podcast from NPR.